This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty, and Jared Timms. 17 clubs have become eight. And by the end of this weekend, that's going to be down to six. And that means we have reached the fourth last episode of the Neds Damn. NRL Punting Podcast for the season. Yeah. So we better make it count. Gerald Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, and driving crooner Liam. Fogarty. Hello. Hey. <laughs> They're always trying to make it look fake. Yeah, I'm right next to you. It looks fake. There you go. They're good. It's good to be here. Yeah. You know, happy to uh, be in the finals. 50% yeah. Yeah. of us. That is. I know. Not used to. That's all right. <laughs> no, he's so angry. Nah, he's right. so angry right yeah, now. I'm emotionally. He's even wearing his I'm, shorts. I'm emotionally today. spent. I'm glad to be uh, removed um, yeah. from the final series personally, and it's I can tough. just enjoy it as a spectator. It's been a tough year, but you've deserved it. You're on the Waz yeah. bandwagon now? <laughs> yeah, up the Waz. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. We deserve it. So you're all yeah, in on the Waz now. Yes, yeah, yeah, up the Waz. So you just have to pick a size. Is that what you're doing? Of course. Yeah. You're, you're going the Waz? Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably Joe? on the nights myself, to be honest. Yeah, I'm really yeah. enjoying the art. Get out. It says a lot about you. The nights, does it? What does it say? Oh, you don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd like to know. I've got, and I've got 55 minutes. It's bigger than Lego. That's what no, it is. Of those two, though, I think uh, that's who I'm following because I didn't expect either of them mm. to make the finals. And, but you uh, live in Brisbane. Are. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You live in Brisbane. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad if if Renault yeah. got to the big dances. Well, you well. don't you don't follow him. I'm not. I'm not. Fo- I'm just like. Well, you're not allowed I'm not to supporting anymore. Supporting a team, <laughs> but it's just like if nah, I, Lachlan if Ilias I had is going to be the best go well. half that goes with the Rabbitohs anyway. He'll turn. He'll turn out all right. I was actually <laughs> born in Gosford, which oh, is you? the closest. I feel so Newcastle is the closest you okay? team to that. It was a long time ago. We know that you're not. It wasn't a nice suburb when I was born there, but alas, all right. Well, guys, most of the clubs have had their awards nights now. I'm not wanting you. For the Dallium, we've already gone through all of that sort of stuff. But I'm keen to mm. hear who each of you think has really stood up this year and been a player to be counted that you just did not expect it from at all. Oh, geez, at our own yeah. clubs or anywhere, anywhere at all, anywhere. Honestly. Like Sean Johnson, for example. I mean, he might win the Dallium, but I didn't expect him to come out and have the season he did. Sure, he swept yeah. the awards at the Warriors. Yeah, absolutely he did. enormous. He so did. anyone like that? Who do you think? Well, Longneck had a great one as well. He's, he did. He's, he picked mm. up. I would always much. expect him to have. A he big... picked up every award that possibly could. He also won um, Sports Father of the Year as well, which I yeah, thought was a pretty. One. It's a pretty cool one. Um, oh yeah, look, this is a hard question. I didn't really think that you were going to, you know, just trying to get you on your toes today. here. That's uh, like, serious journey. Yeah. yeah, that's what uh, bandwagon night supporters do. <laughs> yeah, look, oh, it's a it's a tough one. I mean, you probably have to pick someone who liked the Knights, I would say that mm. uh, you wouldn't expect to. What's his cro- um, what's his name? Um, Phoenix Cross. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I didn't think shout. to have him, you know, where he is at the moment. I mean, he started to play some really good footy the back end. I mean, that's because the whole team has started to play well. So. Mm. Yeah, I can't, not off the top of my head, I can't really think at the moment. I think if you said to me at the start of the year that Jermaine Asako was going to be a top mm-hmm. point scorer, Great. you that would have been absolutely perfect. Yep. laughed yeah. out of the room. So I think oh, so he's, it doesn't he's have to be pick. a top eight side. No, no, no just oh. anyone at all. Because everyone's player in a club now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just okay. any player at any club. I'd say Billy Walters. Yeah, okay, that's a good one as well. Mm-hmm. I picked him to add the season that he's had. Jareen Buller, who. I didn't even know who he was at the start of the season. It's and nice. And arguably one of the best well, it's not, outside backs I mean, I suppose that's a good story for the Tigers. I mean, they've had a really – another shocking year. I mean, well, that's not shocking for anyone that's watched rugby league over the year. They've just been so bad. But he has been a standout, hasn't he? Yep. He's been – every week look elusive. Um, you know, he comes up with big plays. And it just sucks because it just wasn't enough for them to even push up the ladder at all. So, yeah, I mean, he's a good shout as well. And Nick Meaney. Ooh, yeah, that's okay. a good one. Like the Very fact that one. there's even a chance that, you know, we're, the fact that we're going to be discussing whether it's Meany or Pappenhausen at fullback for the Storm this week, yeah. that's testament to the season that Nick's had. I think he's he's had a career year there, really relishing uh, playing behind a good pack and yep. knowing his role, which I think he's played every other position in the back line when he was at the Dogs. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shout as well. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a fair few there that none of us probably thought were going to have great years, but turned out they have. Have you got one, Jared? Not really, to be honest, Liam. I sit here and ask the questions, and I don't have an opinion. So. That's okay. No, I, I actually agree with you. I think Jermaine Osako was a really, really good shout there. Mm. I genuinely thought he was down and out, and I thought yep. he'd go to the Titans, he'd turn up at the Dolphins, having done absolutely nothing at the mm. Titans, and he'd be one of the first to miss their team. You, yep. know, you wouldn't mm. hear from him again. And he's just wound back the clock like mm. no one I can What about, I mean, I mean, we all know that he's played well, but do we see the rise of the hammer as I well? I think he was the other one I was thinking yeah. about. You know, he got thrown into many different, you know, scenarios this year. He played mm. centre for Queensland. He played 
pretty. He played a fair bit of centre for Dolphins as well mm. when he was needed. Mm. Um, yeah, he's been a real standout, and and he's only still so young. Yeah. Both of those guys from the, those sides. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins are probably a side who we go. They didn't finish high up, but we probably ex- we ex- all expected them to come last. Yeah. So they've exceeded expectations. So There's a few Dolphins. I'd say yeah. Ma- Marshall King is another yep. one from the Dolphins. Well, he was playing well for the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's you know, right. By, you know that yep. last year he did change a lot of games for them in the back like six or seven. Yeah. Um, and they came really, really good. Um, they could have used someone like him this year, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a fair few of them out there. Who underperformed? Ooh. Oh, jeez. Who half, half did you South expect to be? Yeah, true. Okay. Who did you expect oh. to be an absolute world beater and didn't stand well, up? I mean, Nico I mean, Hines, like I, no, well, I, think I think he's still been good. Yeah, I think Nico Hines has been okay, but mm. I don't think he's been to the extent of what he was last year. Mm. Hard, to, hard to do that. But, I mean, if you're going to be in this game and you want to be consistent and professional, that's where you've got to sort of set your standards. Uh, James Tedesco. Yeah, okay, um, perfect. You know, like, we, we expect all this out of him every year, and he's been so good for so so long. It's a, it's, a, it's a really shit way to put it, but he didn't play to his potential this year, I don't believe. So he was probably a little bit of a letdown to the Roosters, who mm. probably needed him more times, um, you know, earlier in the season when they weren't going as great. I think it was the consistency with him, though, yeah. wasn't it? Because he's still managing some absolutely oh, big, huge meters. Yeah. How did he make the line against Mate, Souths in that trial that was, weekend? Yeah. Such a show of strength from a dude who's relatively small. Like, he's not the biggest mm. bloke on the field. Yeah. He's just so strong through the hips, and then, yeah, he carried like two or three over the line to score that. Mm. I don't really I mean, you could say Trell, but he didn't even play much. Mm. Yeah, it's not really like when he did play, he played good. Yeah, but I think we have we think he has a you know underwhelming season because he didn't play a lot of footy. Yeah, you know when he was on, he was on. You know, there's obviously some situations where um, there was a lot of controversy over him, but like, yeah, you can't. I suppose you can't really say him. No, no. we just like talking about him, I suppose. Yeah, because he's a gun. If <laughs> I had to, if I had to pick a rabbit, I'd probably say Lockie Elias, who mm. I am still quite bullish on being the long term answer there, but. The chatter gets louder and louder about moving Whiten and Cody into the halves. Anyway, I think maybe Isaiah Papali'i had a bit of a quiet year by his yeah. standards. His effort areas are still superb, but I don't think the Tigers used him effectively at all. Um, and his his seasons probably um, struggled as a result. I think there was a really op- good opportunity for Josh Schuster to stand mm-hmm. up at Manly this year, yep, and he yeah. probably hasn't taken it like he could have. What and do you the Fox. Uh, I th- and the Fox. Yeah, well, speaking of Bulldogs players, I think there was some expectations on Reed Marnie yeah. to yeah, perform yeah, this that's year. That's a great one. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he's, he probably hasn't lived up to the price tag that they paid for him. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say a lot of the Bulldogs side of the moment, you know, they... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, yes. pro- that's probably where they've been. Matt Burton. Matt Burton. Yeah. You know, I mean, they he didn't... He probably should have played Origin. Oh, great. You know, um, anyway, we won't go back into that because you'll cry. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people that were underwhelming this year, but... Best thing about rugby league is that they get to go it again next year. Yeah. All the teams that are dropped out, they get to they get a chance to, you know, reignite their you know their flame and do it again next year. South's without doubt the biggest shock of a club not to massive. make the finals. Yeah, I mean, eight weeks ago yeah. you had him on top of your power rankings. Oscar. Oh, longer than eight weeks. No, 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 it was just eight weeks. No, <laughs> yeah, however long ago they were coming. Eighteen, maybe they they've, were, made, yeah. they've yeah. made that many prelim finals yeah. recently. I think everyone expected them to probably fight yeah. into a final I, this year. I think you're going to have to like I hate saying it, but there was going to have to be one year. Yeah, sure. Because because he's gone prelim, semi, grand final, prelim, prelim, like, prelim, prelim. Yeah. Like it's it's been pretty consistent. And I think when you fall out, when you're a side who are expected to be there and thereabouts every single year, yep. it doesn't yeah it doesn't look good that you're falling out, especially coming from first in round eleven yeah. to, to finishing ninth. We basically passed a baton onto you. The Broncos did. Yeah, yeah and, and falling off hard, yeah, the falling off hard season. at the back end of the season. Yeah. Um, you know our our go to man Paddy Carry and missed four. Yep. Your go-to man list missed a lot. Um, so a lot of the, yeah, a lot of our go-to men missed a lot. Mm, it was. It's it's a little bit like that. It's not where I thought I'd see the Rabbitohs, but I mean, what a what a finish to the regular season <laughs> to go out the way he did with yeah. uh, against the Roosters. Because I mean, well, I definitely didn't see that coming. We already we all touted the Roosters. I mean, they're still in it, boys. Yeah, to win the comp. Yeah. Well, did you? I put still a stat. There. I put a stat in the chat. Um, yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, Trent Robinson, Robinson in ten years at the. Club, Club has won mm. seven from his last eight regular season games oh. in nine of those seasons. That, oh, wow. That's incredible. So their win rate's like 88% right or something in, their, in the back end of the regular season. Well, history, yeah, he does. Well, I mean, it does, but history says that they'll fall out, you know, where, yeah. where they are now. It's just the way it is. I think if there was ever a season where someone from outside the four, you know, we've spoken about how close yeah. this competition is. 
it's going to be a good four weeks. Who else? Cowboys? Disappointing? Yeah, I mean, look, we. I, I feel like just they didn't they just fell over at the line. Like they they started off bad because of injuries, I think, and then they just couldn't – they found momentum and then just sort of stumbled at the end. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you thought – and if you think too much about, you know, other – I suppose, you know, things going your way, that's when you don't really want yep. to, to, to see where your season is. And I thought, you know, they would have given a good shout to playing Panthers last week, but I didn't realise Penrith were going to go all out. <laughs> and they did, and they really yeah, boy, they. made a statement about where they wanted to be and show that they still are, you know, the premiership favourites. So looking forward to seeing them play on the weekend as well. And I can't believe that all of the Parramatta fans who said yeah. our team's going to go one better this mm. year are being disappointed this early. 12 oh, yeah. and 12, they finished. Yeah. Did F- they? 50% that's, win that's rate. That's crazy. Right, okay. yeah. And you know what? When you, I mean, what are the stats on that? When you make a grand final, do you drop out? Like, I don't know if there is. How many times not do you that not make the eight? I don't think it's, yeah. 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 it's very yeah. Like, I don't think you go grand final, then not make it. Yeah, true. Because they, no. they didn't have a lot of outs. Well, they like heaps. They, they, they missed Matto at the start. They yeah. yeah. missed Dylan Brown for a third of the season. Yeah. Regan Campbell-Gillard's been out for two long, yeah. uh, two separate long That's, periods. They had one point where none of the forwards from the grand final yeah. played. Yeah, I remember that. What <laughs> <laughs> <When> are you... <laughs> 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 Not a single one. Good luck. Oh, well, yeah. that was in the past. It's <laughs> a clip show, this one. <laughs> Oscar, you wouldn't have seen this yet because Drell and I did it this morning. Yep. But we discussed what should South Sydney do with Latrell Mitchell. Do you yeah. think his head is still in the game? And is that a big reason why they haven't made the finals this year. Uh, I mean, Unpack all of that yeah, right Jesus. now. <laughs> God, you're making me delve into the <laughs> darkest parts <laughs> of my well, we, soul we got right to talk, now. we got to talk about some because this is the last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. this is the last one. I, I was yeah, hoping, mate, the Souths are out. I thought there wouldn't be any Souths <laughs> rhetoric this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, Latrell's absence, um, obviously he's a big game player. I think it was quite clear that we missed his involvements um, in round 27, mm. particularly when, I mean, we lost Blake Taft, so we lost our first and second choice fullbacks for that game. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm not going to comment on whether his head's in it or not. I think we'll have to wait and see how he plays next year yep. to answer that question. I think there's there's merit to moving him back into the centres, um, but in saying that, Souths have two pretty good centres there at the moment and no second-choice fullback as Blake Taff is leaving. So while there is merit to that idea, I don't know if it's the most logical solution for the Rabbitohs, for the current squad that the Rabbitohs have got right now, mm-hmm. and I think he can be one of the best fullbacks in the game. Taff is an enormous loss, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. He's shown glimpses of being a star, and then he's been, you know, kind of fair um, in other times that he's played first grade. I'm looking forward to seeing him get an extended shot, uh, an extended crack in first grade at the Bulldogs next year. Yeah, I think when you when you're playing, when you're going from this level to this level, this level to this level, week on and week off, you know, here and out. I don't think you can see your potential. I don't care what anyone says. I don't think you're playing. I don't think you're playing elite football when you're playing a a downer grade. That's just the way it is. Like yeah, you sort of not well. You stoop to the you know the standard that you play at yep. at that level so when he comes up it's hard for him to fire immediately sure, yep. so we can't really see and we don't understand how you know what's going through his mind week in and week out I think if he did stay around and you did move Troll back to the um, centre position I was just saying this um, you know on unpopular opinions that I I really do think that the game's gone back to those strike centres yeah. and I think Latrell Mitchell would be a huge part of that at South Sydney yep. but I mean you now you got to get someone else in if he does move. I think his body's breaking down because he's doing so many Ks, and people call him lazy and blah blah blah. Maybe that's just not the makeup of what yeah. you know how he plays footy anymore. Sure. You know, we we if we give him the opportunity to have those spells, being in the centres, mm. then man, we're going to see so much more fireworks when he gets the ball yeah. in a, in attack, and mm. we know that he can defend there because he did it for the Roosters for years and won a grand final with him. So mm. I look. There's, the experiment's been done. I, I, doesn't, I don't think the money matters. He's always going to be the big money guy, whether mm. he is a fullback or the centre. Yeah. So I would love to see Latrell Mitchell back at the centre position because it's going to keep him in the game longer, injury-wise. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot more footy go his way if he is in the centres. Jack Whiten started his career at fullback. Can yeah. he, he slide into fullback and Latrell back into the centres? Yeah, I, I just don't know if Jack's got the legs to play fullback anymore. Mm, like He's, yeah. what, 31 or 32? Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm still very keen on him playing in the back row next year. Well, uh, imagine so. imagine the back row of, you know, him and Latrell on one side. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm like hearing it's you. A, yeah. It's a scary side. Yeah. Well, we need it. A really scary we need a fullback. Side. I don't know if there's many fullbacks on the market right now. No, well, I, I don't think there is. I mean, well, not not that you know that off the top of my head, but 
I'm sure someone like South Sydney Rabbitohs can find someone. I mean, you uh, that'll do a job. You could move Alex back there, play AJ at fullback, but he's and play all, you know, he's getting on, the on wing. too. He's getting on. As he's well. get, and he's like South Sydney have played with a ball playing fullback for the best part of five or six or seven years. Yeah. And I think whenever AJ plays there, he's a wonderful, um, you know, worker off the ball yeah. and his effort areas are spectacular, but he doesn't have that passing game. No, so you have and, to change and you have out. to have the passing game. If you've got both of those boys playing on an edge, mm. like you need someone to be able to pass the yeah. ball and, and read those plays properly. So I would, I'm, personally, I would like to see Latrell Mitchell move back to the centres because mm. I think his body's going to be better for it and we're going to see him for a longevity in the game. And I just think he's, yeah, he's very scary when he's in that position. Let's forget about the losers. There's four <laughs> games ahead. Eight clubs remain. Uh, Oscar, this week, your special interest article, similar to my preview yes. and tips. We've both had a look at all four games. We're going to open this up and let's talk about all four. How do you yep. see Friday night's game between the Broncos and the Storm? Bit of deja vu about this one. Yeah, I think Melbourne, I wrote um, about this in the blog, so you can check that out on the app or the website. I think Melbourne will have a lot of confidence from last week's win and also just the morale booster of having Ryan Pappenhausen yeah. back in the yeah. squad. Yeah. Whether he's playing 80 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever it is, I think that's such a big boost. He's obviously a big part of that club. Um, I am backing the, the Broncos, I think. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. We usually oh, see more of a... Yeah. <laughs> get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote in the blog, we usually see points dry up. <laughs> Traditionally speaking, defence wins premierships, as we know, um, and it's more of a grind in these, these last four weeks of the year. But I, do, I can see a world where there's a lot of points in this game. Um, for me, I just picked out a deciding factor for each team in, in the four games, um, week one of the finals. For me, for Broncos, it's Pat, Pat Carrigan and Payne Haas. Mm. Uh, spoke about their involvements last week, whether it's an offload or a quick play the ball. I think their ability to generate ruck speed and allow Adam Reynolds and Reese Walsh to play over the ad line at a retreating defence. I think... Um, I'm looking at that right edge, the Broncos' right edge for points, but I think if they do score, it'll come off an involvement from from one of Haas or Carrigan. And then for the Storm, I'm all about Harry Grant in this one. I think he touches the ball more than any other player on the, on the field, and I think his involvements around the ruck um, can help Cam, bring Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes into the game. So you think the Broncos are going to get the job done? Then? Yeah, I think so. I'm not, I'm not ultra confident, but yeah, if I had to tip, I'd be tipping the Bronx, I think. For you two big Bronco-y boys, mm. how do they uh, beat the Storm for the first time since your day at mm. Suncorp Stadium this week? Crazy. Um, yeah, I think there's going to have, have to be a lot of expansive footy played. Mm. Like, it's... We know, we know those boys in the middle, both sides can lay the platform, but um, it's going to be one with those uh, exciting electric. That's just what Suncorp brings. I think, the you know, the field is fast. Um, it's, it's, you know, the atmosphere is electrifying. That's that's all we're going to want to see. And we've seen over the weekend, obviously, when they played Melbourne, like we, we, we've seen two sides who are, you know, pretty unrecognisable, but we've seen a lot of footy and a lot of full field tries, uh, expansive footy. And I, we're going to see that again, I reckon. And um, it's going to be... I just think with these both these sides, there's going to be it's going to go back and go old school. I think there's going to be a lot of I'm, I'm going to go against. Yeah, um, what, what yep. you said. I think it's going to be very defensive. Mm. I think we're going to see a lot of good footy, but I think we're going to see a lot of last ditched efforts to, yeah, okay. to stop tries. Like I just think in the in the history where this game is, it goes back to 2008 where Melbourne, you know, beat Broncos on the hooter to make the grand final. Yep. And yeah, I think this is. I don't think there's been a bigger game. Um, Melbourne against the Broncos. I can't even, since the grand final in two thousand and six. Uh, this is yeah. I know yeah. it's, that's massive. And I've, I've I went back and had a look and thought when when have both of these sides been this stacked? Yeah, mm. I don't think I've seen it like this. And even during the during the season, you know, like you don't see the best sides out there. But we are going to get Friday night footy, Suncorp Stadium. It, it's it's, it's going to be so yeah. great. It's yeah. salivating. Yeah. Like like it's it's going to be the best. It's gonna be, it's, it'll be the best game of the round, and I'm not just saying that because it's the Broncos versus you know the Storm. It's it's the the makeup of both of these sides are exciting. Yeah, what yeah. an outstanding start of the series mm. it is. Yeah, I, I said fireworks for this game. Yep. I think this will be the most entertaining. Yep. I actually think the Melbourne, ah, uh, sorry, the Penrith Warriors game will be um, the best. That's yep. what I'm tipping. But yeah, mm. I think this will be the most enjoyable to watch. Yep. Who do you think crosses in this? I think you like Katoni Stag. Yeah, I went yeah. Katoni. Yeah. yeah, I think Adam Reynolds, Reese Walsh down that right edge. That's where Reese likes to play a lot of his footy. Um, and 
Yeah, I think they can make a target out of Trent Loyero um, at four man on, yeah. on Melbourne's left edge. I went and watched a bit of fair bit of training. Like I hadn't been there for a, like a while. You know, stopped in to have a burger every now and then on Burger Day. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, but I've been you know I've been staying pretty close and watching and um, geez, I, like it's it just gotten sharper and sharper as the year's gone on. Um, and and going to see that even last week when obviously there was a lot of uh, sides against each uh, each other and you know seeing the boys that weren't playing playing in the reserves. Like, um, it looks like they're in for a grind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, they know, I think they know they have to, but I think the, the Broncos have always fallen off of the back 20, you know, in the last, you know, five, six years. That's just how they've been. So I think, um, I think with Adam Reynolds at the helm, they stay in the fight. I think it's going to be a tight finish, though. I think the Broncos win. Anything you want to add about the Broncos? Well, I think, like, I think they just need to not worry about who's in front of them and, and focus on themselves. I, I think they've proven this year that they can beat anyone mm. on their day. Um, and I think it all comes down to Renault keeping all of those young fellas calm, but then letting them loose when, when we need to. Yeah. And I also don't think, like, you know how we everyone's like, oh, they haven't beaten us since 2009. I've got to remember, a lot of these kids don't even, wouldn't yeah. even have been in this side. No. They're just so yeah. young. Yeah. So it, it, it that doesn't, doesn't bother, It doesn't bother them. Yeah. It doesn't bother them at all. So and it was a Renault, very different Melbourne side. Very different mm. Melbourne side. Like they Immortals in that team. Yeah. Their record against most clubs would be looking similar to that, wouldn't it? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, I think just knowing how much how confident they are, and even like having a chance to talk to Paddy, you know, they're just so dialed in. Yeah, and and I, and, and I don't discourage that. Like no Melbourne supporters that listen to this, I don't discourage that either. I know they're going to be dialed in, yeah. and that's why I think it's going to be fireworks and it's going to be a great game. I think it goes right down to the wire. I feel yeah. like uh, Melbourne at a four and a half line on Tuesday good, afternoon yeah. actually good, yeah. quite good. Mm. What, what do you think about Corey Oates being dropped for Jesse Arthur's? Yeah, well, I just look. I, I, Oates is a mate of mine, but I just think. They've just gone with a with the side that has been probably played the most footy this yeah, okay. year, probably been the most consistent. And to be honest, like, you know, I feel sorry for Brains, but it's, you know, he's just breaking down a little bit, just okay. falling apart a little okay. bit. And, yes, we've seen him in big games. But I also will say this, and, you know, I don't think he's going to listen to this, but defensively I think he's a liability at times. Okay. Like I think he likes to jam a lot when, you know, we've – you know, they've shown that they, that's just – He's probably gone at the wrong jamming at the wrong time when yep. he doesn't need to. Yep. Well, we've seen defensively, you know, they've been pretty sound the back end of the season. So combinations, you think, is the main. Yeah, main I do, thing. I yeah. do, and Fair and enough. I think Jesse Arthur's. I'm, I'm I'm tipping he's going to be picked there in that position. Yeah, but he's been outstanding. Yeah, he's been great. And he reminds me of Nick Meaney. Like he's just he does the right thing. Super you know, right. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't do anything crazy. He's got you know he's younger as well. That helps. Yep. Like, yeah, the big fella is just, I think he's sort of slowing down a little bit. And I don't think he'll take that personally, Oti, but he'll be filthy and he'll have to work hard. Yep. Mm. On Saturday afternoon, the Panthers take on the Warriors. The Panthers mm. open the shortest price favourites of the weekend. Probably yeah, wow. no real surprises there. Now, Gerald, I remember a couple of weeks ago you I stand said... stand by it. Yeah, okay. Well, that was what I was going to ask. Stand you by still it. give the Warriors a good chance? Yeah, I do. I give them a massive chance. Yeah? I feel like when when went back and watched that game in yep. um, Magic Round, since yeah. I said that because I did shit myself a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <fair laughs> But enough. there were a bad, couple of bad calls and when they had them on the ropes. Yes. Mm. Like, honestly, there were several... Times where I thought they're gonna they're gonna beat them here, and there was a few calls that didn't go their way, which was really annoying because I wish sometimes it just, you know, stay out of the game as with the refs. But yeah, I feel like well, I think I said it earlier in the year. I think not only at that moment, but I, I feel like Andrew Webster has the remedy for them. Yeah, yeah. I honestly do. And I think that's the really interesting point in this one. For it, sure. it is, it is. And he's not, like, what do they care? They travel week in and week out. Yeah. They don't care the where they go. they got a private jet too. No, well, there you go. There you go. See, they, they honestly do not care where they go because they've been doing it for years. A lot of these players have been travelling for years, so... You know, whether it's bloody at the bottom of the Blue Mountains or, you know, out at Suncorp Stadium, whoever they play, they're going to turn up. And yeah. I feel like this is the game. I, I you know, I, I don't – it's it's hard because I know that if we go through, then we have to verse Penrith because <laughs> I feel like we'll have to verse Penrith. But that's – we've beaten them this year, but I feel like they're, they're going to go very close. I'm not, I'm not going to say they're going to close. I think they beat them. Wow. I think they beat, wow. I think they beat them down there in Penrith. Yeah. I think the 12.5 line is criminal. Yeah, right yeah. yeah I, I don't think they're that. giving them enough credit. Like, this team is 
the reason the, the good reason why they sit third. Yeah. yeah. Like honestly, we don't we, we we can't take that away from the Warriors. And I know that Andrew Webster would have them prepared defensively. That's been yeah. a huge part of their yep. game. And you're going to need to be if you go to Penrith. Yeah. So if they don't score many points, I feel like it's going to be very tight. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Warriors beat Penrith week one. Have you ever seen a side with that much support as well? Like the, nah. the world is cheering for yeah. the Warriors this yeah. weekend. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, yeah. but it's it's nice to see. And, you know, like we said, and we all love a, we love, we love a fairy tale. I don't, I don't want them to win it because I want my Broncos to win it in a long time. <laughs> but we, we love a fairy tale and they've, they deserve to be where they are. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to see everyone behind them. Anything you want to add to this one? Also? Yeah, I'm singing a similar tune. Mm. Um, I'm all over that 12 and a half head start line. I think a key element of Penrith's dominance over the last three years has been their resilience under pressure. Yeah. Like they might concede a first try in a game, they're down 6 nil or 8 nil. Do any of us ever sit there looking at the TV no. going, oh, Penrith are in trouble here? No. Like they just soak up the pressure, wait for the te- wait for their opposition to make an error, yeah. and Cleary just kicks them to death, and then slowly but surely they win that yardage battle and end up piling on a few points yeah. I think the Warriors play with the similar resilience yeah 100% they do they've been down I think they might have even beaten the record for the largest ever comeback um, earlier in the season they've been down by 10 or 12 or 16 points a few times this year and they just cop it on the chin mm. knuckle down get through their sets get to the kick and eventually the errors come from the opposition and then SJ's finding points on the back of it yep um, so yeah I'm also leaning towards the Warriors as well I had a look at Charles Nickel Klukstad's finals uh, form. So he's played three or four finals games in his career. His numbers are ridiculous Mm. in finals games. He adds another four or five carries a game, another 50 or 60 metres a game. His effort areas, his lines, his push supports... Yeah, so I'm backing chance to, to score a try in this exciting one. Exciting footy this weekend. <laughs> like, isn't it? Boy, you, is you it You go with that and you you got a hangover from the game on Friday night and you got to turn up for that one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> on Saturday night, of course, the Sharks taking on the Roosters. This yep. is the one that the market has as the tightest contest yes. of the week. The Sharks mm. actually open slight favourites okay. and the Roosters have been backed into slight favourites. Yep. And that's on Tuesday afternoon yep. when we're recording. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I'm with the Chooks, I think. Um, I'm loving... all the momentum, right? Yeah, I think so. Seven from their last eight or something like that. Sam Walker has been superb since coming back. He tore the bunnies to shreds last week. Um, Try on the left edge, set up one on the left edge, scored one himself on the right. I think just having him on the field for the Roosters, they've got creativity on either edge and through the middle. Mm. Like if Brandon Smith and Teddy are asking questions around the ruck, Kiri's got that left edge, and now Sammy Walker's asking questions on the right. I just think it's too much for the Sharks to handle. I think their edge defense has been poor at times this year. I think if the Sharks are win, they are to win, they need to absolutely dominate in yardage and have ten or more players run for a hundred meters, which I, they did. I, yeah. I also don't think the Sharks can win a tight one. Yeah. And no. I think the Roosters can. Yeah, yeah, well that's what they've done, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah. they've been here several times. Most of those players know how to play in this in this um, arena, um, and I don't think going to Shark Park, 12,000 people is going to scare them too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's great for the Sharks yeah. to be able to play there yeah, because yeah. they were trying to change it, but I love that they get that home game mm. because it would be criminal to take the, take it away from them. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the Reese's go deep, deep, but I think they also beat the beat the Sharks as well. But yeah. didn't bother the Cows last year when they went no. there. They, so, yeah, they've got a proven track record of, you know, not... But, but like on. saying, like, they fell off sort of towards the end of the Sharks. They just didn't know how to ice stuff. They can't finish. And, like, it's it sucks, but... You know, history always repeats itself. If you can't finish those games off, it's it's you can't. It's really hard to get that monkey off the back. So, yeah, I think um, I think the Roosters as well. Yep. Yeah, I thought the Roosters one to twelve was yes. a really good bet. Mm, I think I tipped one. that in the blog. Getting about two dollars sixty, two dollars eighty on yep. Tuesday afternoon. Very very good. Finally, mm-hmm. my time honoured love of the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> they take on the Raiders on Sunday. How do you afternoon. see this one playing, Jared? Thirteen plus yeah. Knights, Oscar. I've tipped that too. Yeah. I've tipped thirteen plus to Newcastle as well. I think it's a combination of how well the Knights have been playing, particularly how well they've been attacking. They get Jackson Hastings and Kalen Ponga back. I think that immediately improves an attack that's averaged 24 or 23 points over the last month. When was the last time we seen Kalen Ponga? I think at the Cows play finals. And he was was against the Broncos. Yes. Yeah. But I I do remember, (laughs) I think he stepped like three or four down the left. Almost went over. I remember that. So, you know, 
I believe we when when KP gets to that level, we've seen that Origin. Mm. You know, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be a gun on Sunday, and I believe they run away with it. You backing him to score? Um, yeah, probably it wouldn't be a bad shout. Yeah. I'm looking at the Knights right edge. I think KP. I think left probably his preferred side, but mm. he's popping up a lot on the right edge this year, probably because of what Dom Young's doing on, on that wing. Uh, and it's up against a Raiders left edge that's just having troubles every single week. They've got Matt Frawley in the halves now, yep. Jack Whiten out in the centres, a new winger there. I think it'll be uh, Albert Hopawade back there this week. Um, yeah, I think the Knights are going to be too good for the Raiders. Yeah, their momentum at the moment is yeah. crazy. They're a bit lucky to be there, aren't they? They are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. I think so. And they're without Josh Papali'i and Corey Horsburgh, which I think just makes it way too hard. And, 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 and Seb Chris. Sebastian, Sebastian Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, way well, too hard well, for them. I mean, they're, that they're attempted gonna, murder. <laughs> they're going to miss him for, you know, maybe another year. Yeah. What, do you get eight weeks? Five, I think you're five. Oh, jeez. Yeah. They're still looking for Ramian's head, I think. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Wow. All right, so all in all, that means that we think that the Sharks and the Raiders will be exiting at the end of the yep. week. Yeah, yeah, Mad Monday so. for those guys. And, uh, I mean... What a way to go out. Who cares? Yeah. Man? <laughs> that Monday's awful. Yeah, if you're not going to win the comp, just go out now. A eh? couple of days at the pub. Didn't hurt anyone. All right, NRLW. Yes. What are we looking at this week? Oh, everything. NRW is so good at oh, the yeah. moment. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. We've been uh, making a killing yeah, in the open say, groups. Really How, many green slips? How many green slips did you boys put through in the weekend? Because just a sickening Because about. Jesus. Oscar on the NRLW alone got 10 of his tips up. And Froth. How many, how many games, games a week? I've, hit, I've, I've got to correct yeah, I was 14 of the last 15 NRLW games. The anytime yeah. try scorers that you can pick. Oh. Yeah. Your analysis of those is oh, far and away. And I've got to say this, punters, don't hover your finger over that because you'll it'll it'll come and kick in the arm. <laughs> I, I hovered so many times over the weekend. Oh, really? I shouldn't have. Get on. Went back on Monday and I was like, damn it. <laughs> Filthy of myself. Well, yeah, take no, us into the coming week. Um, I'm putting out a match preview for each game on the blog tomorrow, so on Wednesday, so you guys can check that out there. Um just want to give a shout-out to a couple of players from last week. Appy Nichols, the fullback for the Canberra Raiders. Mm-hmm. She had probably her best game elusive. in the NRLW. Yeah, very elusive. She's quick across the ground. She's quite. She's deceptively strong. She's only small, but um, she was struggling off tackles. But her efforts on the kick return, every single Raiders um, back five mm. player last week ran for over 100 metres, whether it was just carrying the ball back strongly or linking together with a couple of passes or early shifts on play one and two. Mm. And it really put a lot of pressure on Newcastle to start the game and Raiders were able to score twice. Uh, Yeah. I've noticed about the girls as well, they've started to a lot more find their front a lot more yep. instead of you know trying to fight for more meters yep. they understand about quick play the ball like that's how cool the game's getting mm. it's getting so much faster to be able to watch and she was especially over the weekend she yep. was one of the standouts for that reason yeah. she was really good at bringing the ball back and quick play the balls did you see Madison Bartlett's effort for her second try uh, no I did they not. came down the left edge and Nichols threw long to Bartlett and Bartlett's Ducked back inside, drawn the centre into the tackle and offloaded. And the pan- the cameras panned back in field and Bartlett was like on the ground underneath a player. And then the girl she's passed it to has cut back to the outside. And by the time she stepped back and gone towards she the wing, Maddie's up on her feet oh, wow. on the paint. The, yeah. other, the girl who tried to tackle her was still on the ground and she's got back up and scored. So yeah, hell of an effort from uh, It's hard to watch a full Bartlett. game of footy when you've got a toddler. Yeah. Like a <laughs> yeah. You can't see everything. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't have that distra- <laughs> distraction just yet. Uh, Georgia Hale, just going to keep it going. 333 tackles this year for two misses. What? It's Yeah. And yeah. she scored I mean, like a 30-minute The number of tackles try. made is one thing. Two misses, two misses. is ludicrous. We, is she the Nathan Highmarsh of this? Yeah, maybe. She's probably actually tackling. Flopping. Yeah, none of those were flops. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then just lastly, but definitely not least... Taryn Aiken, who yeah. I've spoken about before, yeah. she has in seven games this year four line breaks and 12 line break assists. So 16 line break involvements in six or seven games. Say that again. So basically she's averaging 2.2 line breaks game, per yeah. game. Yeah. Wow. So Which 12, is just so ridiculous. she got 12 line 12, breaks LB, 12 assists and four of her, of her own. Just to put that into context, 30 uh, the, for, for the boys. Uh, is the highest and over believe, 24 oh, games yeah, or something 24, 27 okay. games there you no, go I, yeah so so that puts some numbers in the that's NRL gun. we're doing the math yeah. yeah wow that's yeah. a lot it's gone <laughs> yeah so Taranak and I think the Roosters are into a dollar fifty to win the comp they were three dollars fifty before mm. round one I can't see them losing from here yep yep alright 
Last week you said you'd prepare yeah. a final story. Well, I didn't. I didn't need to prepare one because Old Boys Day was uh, last week for the Broncos. Oh yes. And um, you know, sometimes when you uh, you do things and you have fun, like you're on the piss, you can't remember a lot of stories. But um, I was very lucky to sit with a few old heads who uh, I do remember. There's a lot of stories, but this one stood out to me. This one was after 2010. We'd um, just lost and not made the eight. You would probably remember this. Um, we didn't make the eight, so we were all pretty down and out um, after Mad Monday. And Andrew G was a guy who reminded me of this story. Um, he said to me, he goes, you know, I got all the boy. He got all the boys around his house because he was feeling a bit. You know, we were all just a bit down, and yeah. um, just uh, and obviously after Mad Monday, so a big couple of days as well. <laughs> so we thought to be the right thing to do and go drink on a Wednesday yep. um, at his house <laughs> and just keep it going. But this story is about. Um, you just got to be careful who you, who you keep in your company. Oh, no. All right? So um, this this was a huge day. Pretty much the whole squad was there, um, including a lot of – well, Ben Hunt's parents, they came down and usually come and drank piss a lot with us as wow. well. Um, <laughs> Very good. So Dee and uh, Jeff were there, and um, we were drinking. And because me and Ben were the youngest, they were like, you guys have got to go and get all the pit more piss. Okay. So we're like, yep, no problem. Um, go to the bottle shop, obviously, and um, get all the drinks. And Ben's like, you know, we'll carry this. And, you know, I'm going, well, let's not carry it. Let's just get a grab a trolley and let's take it back and push it all. And he's like, well, I'm not sure. I'm like, no, no, it'll be fine. So anyway, we pushed the trolley back all the way back to GTS, probably about 600, 700 metres away. Not like really, really far, yeah. but enough probably to get in trouble if you get caught with a trolley. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, um, the night's starting to get a bit uh, late and um, I decide I want to go out. So I, I smoke bomb and I, I leave to go out. Anyway, I get some mail <laughs> the next day. Police have turned up to oh. Gigi's house um, and <laughs> said, uh, we've, we've got some camera footage of uh, two of your young men you know, stealing the trolley oh, from from uh, Coles. Um, and the <laughs> cop is standing there and he's like, well, who was it? And G was looking around and Ben goes, it wasn't me, it was Gerald Yowie. Um, <laughs> Straight under the bus. So anyway, he's thrown me under the bus one. They've handcuffed him and everything and put, oh, taken him down to the... For a trolley. Lord. They've taken him down to the Thank car. Thank goodness Brisbane is safe, yeah. you guys. Jeez. <laughs> Take him down to the car, Youth put him crime. in the car. Yeah. Um, Little did Hunty know, G that was Gigi's best mates who were the coppers. Oh, uh, right, okay. And yeah. uh, he was crying in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's for you, you little dog, for dobbing on me. Um, and stop crying, little bitch. <laughs> it's time for Fog's Fast Five. Boy, Fox Fast Five uh, well, divided opinions last oh, week, didn't it? Did it? Oh, I knew did it, it would. <laughs> I knew it would. <laughs> oh, he's printed <laughs> screenshots. <laughs> so I, I, I 100% knew what I was getting myself into last week yeah. when I had a crack at the AFL and like shooting fish in a barrel, the AFL oh. community hook, line, and sinker. It is just the oh. easiest content. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, like it was when I'm feeling a bit lazy and I oh. need to think of something, it's yeah. just I throw shit at Go back into that well every single time. So I'm I'm going to do it again this week. Uh, and what I've done, boys, is I've gone through and I found my five favourite comments. Oh, uh, and, I'm, and I'm going to read them out for you, boys. Uh, so we're going to start with Instagram. This is Reese 199 and he says, bloke in the white shirt is a wanker. Yeah. So that was that was me at the time. Yeah. Um, pretty airtight comment, that one. That I'd one of your burner accounts? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hard, hard to argue Reece with Walsh that might have been, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Over to Facebook, Grant Gresge says, love when you said AFL fans are sooks, you whinge, NRL gets called rugby. It's literally what the R stands for in NRL. <laughs> Grant, mate, what does the L stand <laughs> for in NRL? <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> that was, I just, I was flabbergasted. Oh, my God. <laughs> so not only are they sooks, but they can't read. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Luke Nelson oh. said, ha ha, sounds like you had a shit experience in Adelaide, mate. When you and Adelaide Tiger hit me up, love NRL, mate. We will good conversations and sink some piss, oh, we mate. Get around uh -huh. this bloke, yeah. that's right. for sure. <laughs> Nothing wrong with him. He One just yeah, he's very illiterate leaders. as well. Like he obviously can't write properly. <laughs> that's, but that's right. And he <laughs> might be a league fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think we all need to go down to Adelaide and hang out with Luke and get on the piss with him. <laughs> good on you, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. This bloke, so John Cario said, 
Uh, he tagged his mate. He said, imagine having a voice like that and blurting this crap out. Yeah. <laughs> so Johnny's clearly a fan of this golden voice. Um, yeah. And I, that, I, that, tonsils. I, I enjoyed that one so much that I went on my personal and love reacted that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, he knows that I'm thinking of him. Oh, God. Uh, and this last one was my all-time favorite. Easily the best. So, I love part of this yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Mr. Glenn T said, the guy in the white shirt, you are a mushroom <laughs> absolute dick uh, and I've printed that out and put it on my fridge at home. <laughs> I can get around mushrooms yeah, yeah, derogatory yeah. Glen T really stirred him up apparently yeah. Yeah. Glen T that was outstanding some of your best work oh that's gold with all the stats trends and betting you need to know this is The Offload Let's kick it off with Don't Argue, Liam. Yeah, there's only one top player of the round. I need to dedicate this one to Kieran Foran for scoring his first ever NRL hat-trick. That was his first ever? Yeah, Yeah, I went back and had a proper look. As a 33-year-old man, he had never scored an NRL hat-trick. Can't say that anymore. No. no. Uh, so Foz was paying 501 oh, to score tell a hat-trick. Someone, oh. Tell someone's got on him. And so just, well, they did. But for those that don't know, 501 is probably the highest price we yeah, offer. That is literally for, the highest for price. A single, for, for a single bet. Three punters somehow found that. Um, no. Largest being five bucks into 2,500. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yes. That is so good. He's had a nice pretty Foz. prolific scoring season, I think, hasn't he? I reckon there's been two other times he's scored at least he's got, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and Khan Pereira um, has not passed him a few times <laughs> yeah. and chipped yeah. for himself. Yeah, also fair. Punch <laughs> close to top try scorer. Yeah. 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 If AKP wasn't there. He's not doing the nudie run regardless. <laughs> no. Hunter's no. bowels. All right, so I've tried to focus on players that are still playing footy at the moment. There was a few that hit, but we're going to talk finals footy only. Our good friend Critter, Stephen Crichton. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Has scored at least one try in seven of his last nine appearances. His mate Brian To'o has scored at least one try in eight of his last nine Mm. appearances. Mm. Uh, And looking at the Knights game, Greg Marzu has scored at least one try in eight of Newey's last nine. Um, Dom Young's pretty high up there as well, just quite. Yeah. Jeez. My bet in that Knights game is going to be Knights 13 plus Mars U and Dom Young. Yeah. I reckon yeah, those sure. wingers are good things. That, sure. that hit last week. I, yeah, I, I, was, was, I was on I that. that yeah, last yeah. Week. <laughs> Very good. Have you got any uh, tips for this week? Yeah, I do. So following the betting trends here, going to start with the Broncos versus Storm. So as you all know, the Broncos have not beaten the Storm at Suncorp since 2009 when my close personal friend Gerard was coming off the bench Ooh. for the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> Melbourne has won each of the their last 14 games against Brisbane and each of the last eight matches between the two sides at Suncorp have gone over the total match point line. So when I had a look at that this morning, Storm head-to-head and over 42.5 was five bucks, which just screams value. Are you going to be taking that, Jerome? No, definitely not. Neither neither am I. I'm not taking that. Hedging your bets. We'll we'll come back to that later. (laughs) What else? And then uh, Panthers (laughs) v the Warriors. I really don't want to bet against the Waz, but all the trends tell Mm. me otherwise. Penrith have won both halves in each of their last four games against New Zealand. Six of the last seven matches between the two sides have gone under the total match points line. So Penrith halftime, full-time, and under 40.5 points is $2.73. Mm. Yeah, okay. Good one for Penrith fans. Well, I like Waz into the unders. Yeah. Okay. What about if you're not first, you're last? Only two decent ones this week, surprisingly. Tommy Flegler, the banana man, was $34 <laughs> for first try scorer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jacob Saifidi was 41 mm. He's got a good price for the Saifidis. The hospital passes that are the massive bets that didn't get up. Some pretty crazy ones this week. Uh, I was just scratching my head reading some of these. So 16K on Storm 13 plus. Not the most ridiculous, but not, not to be. Mm. That was never going to be a blowout, no. was it? This this one is the most ridiculous. We've got $22,000 on an alternate line, and that alternate line was West Tigers plus 35 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't get up. How are you that oh confident in the West Tigers <laughs> not getting belted that you're putting 22 grand on it? For like, it would have been like a dollar fifteen. Yeah. Or something, Deary it? me. 
Uh, and then the, the the other one that I thought was worth mentioning was there was 10K on Marcelo Montoya for first, second, or third try scorer. Uh, and he scored, but he scored the sixth try yeah. of that game. Yeah. You'd almost prefer him not to go over yeah. at that point, <laughs> wouldn't you? I don't know much about high rolling, but if you're backing an anytime try scorer, it surely it should just be an anytime try scorer. Yeah. Don't mm. get fruity with well, it. Well, obviously you don't. Some people just get punning. Clearly, I don't. <laughs> Neither does he. Incorrect groundings of the multis that fell one leg short. Yeah, so this one caught me. Uh, six legs, $4.60 into what could have been $66,000 <laughs> on the Manly v. Tigers game. But I think old mate's yeah. probably lucky to have gotten as close as he did because he's taken Manly head-to-head. DCE, Kula, Olakuatu, and Saab anytime, but he's also backed the game to go to Golden Point. So I'm oh, not sure. Okay. What? Not sure how you're backing that many try scorers uh, <laughs> if you think it's going to go to Golden Point. Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah, he deserved that. Yeah, I think yeah, he did. He deserved that. Eight clubs remained in futures forecast. You're just going to give us an update of where everyone is now. Right? Yeah, I'm just going to rattle off the the eight teams still in the race. So Penrith at two dollars forty, Brisbane at three dollars, Storm at six fifty, the Wars at twelve. Bucks, Newey are 17, the Roosters $23, as are the Sharks, uh, and the Canberra Raiders are $151. Yeah, that one is that's probably just happy to be there. Right. That's right. Finally, don't tell the Miso. Oh, what a it was a great week to come back in open groups. Yeah, we yeah, had a very good weekend on the punt, and the punters were up and about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my early week Bronx v Storm tip got up that I mentioned uh, in the in the offload last week, which was Melbourne plus eight and a half and over forty three point yep. five points, which I got for three dollars eighty. Nice. Uh, I took Manly thirteen plus cooler and. Tui Marlo Vega anytime try score for 587 nice. Oscar hit big on the NRLW once again yeah, 10 did. of his tips landed I yep. think his best try score is about $4.40 yep. from memory um, I had Newey head to head Dom Young and Greg Mars you anytime for 393 and finished the week with Sharks minus 9.5 under 45.5 and, and Muller Tyler anytime try score for 564 yeah good for you punters had a pretty decent weekend as well. There was just a million try scorers on that Manly game. Yeah, that was um, a good one for betting. Yeah, so I just picked my favorite one from that. We had five legs, five dollars into six grand. Mm. So and this nice. is he picked some uh, Tigers try scorers in here as well. So good on you. He had Corusau, Olakuatu, Jerbo, DCE, and Kapoa anytime try scorers. Not well, a bad blokes that could collect. get over, but you get a price for all yeah, of them. Yeah, so yeah. There cool you go. Betting. Thanks, Liam. That's okay. The Ned's NRL Punting Podcast Multi. Guys, what happened last week? I'm just bloody carrying this team. <laughs> one yeah. from four. Was yeah. it? One from four. One from four. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, back to rabbit head to head. So head to head. Uh, yeah. I think you had a head to head too, didn't you? No dice, yeah. Uh, Warriors not to oh, be. Did you get? Yeah. Yeah. I took Titans dogs over 50 and a half and there yeah. was a thousand points scored yeah. in that. So nice. that yeah. one looked pretty good from the outset. Now, we're not going to have a price this week because there are a couple of try scorer oh, yes. tips in Sorry. there. No, no. I've also done it as well. Nice. But this is only ever available as the punters know from Wednesday morning. Yep. So this will go straight into the open groups as soon as Liam sees it there, won't it? Yes, sir. <sighs> All right. So let's build it anyway. We won't have a final price, but Gerald, where are you kicking well, us off? Yeah, I've gone the Brisbane Broncos and the Melbourne Storm game. Um, and obviously from all the great stats that... Uh, yeah, what was that stat again? Liam showed us before. <laughs> eight of the last... Uh, like gone all over. the last eight have gone over. over. Yeah. Yep. Eight of the last matches between Brisbane and Melbourne at Suncorp have gone over the total match points line. And where are you taking a stroll? I'm going under. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes I wish I'd found out these stats before I do. Betting, betting trends aren't made to last. Don't but worry. But you know what? Yeah. It's yeah, got to be... Records are meant to be broken. Yeah. 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 <laughs> take, take it down. Well, I can give you a price on that leg. And this was... I did find interestingly mm. is one of the times where the over underline isn't exactly a dollar ninety a side. Yeah. The bookies actually prefer the under here. It's a dollar eighty three for that leg. Yeah. So Interesting point. Perhaps the bookies are seeing. I mean, do we have stats well, from bro? finals footy well, at Suncorp nah. against Melbourne? Because we have the last yeah. eight games between these. But finals footy, because we haven't <laughs> yeah. played any finals, finals footy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a different yeah. animal, but it's the same beast. We haven't you played know. any <laughs> finals footy probably <laughs> since mate. 2008 yeah. against yeah. Melbourne, and that was unders. <laughs> True. Yeah. So let's go with that. Uh, let him. I've gone under 42 and a half. Let him cook. So we can eat. Yeah. Let him cook. Well, I let you blokes all select your lines, and you filled out three games. So I just went into the final one. Okay. 
was Warriors versus Panthers. What'd None you of you guys had touched there. I took this one from Liam, actually. I agree that Stephen Crichton, friend of the show, is one of the great anytime dry scorers. So I figured on this week when we might Critter. fall over on night one. We might not, though. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Oh, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, whoa, we won't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We won't do that. Oh. But if they if do, just jump in the group because they're getting green ticks in there, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on the NRLW. <laughs> I know, I'm taking Stephen Crichton, anytime try scorer. Price is not up yet. He's usually hanging around the $2.30 mark for an anytime yeah. try. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Liam. Yep, so I've gone the, the Chookies just head to head. Uh, Sydney has won seven of their last eight games against Cronulla, and for that reason, I'm on the Roosters. That mm. is the leg I wanted to, yep. to be fair. We spoke about this at lunch. Really it's a drumstick. Like $1.85 you're getting for that at the moment. <laughs> Oscar, where are we finishing? Uh, I'm taking us to Newcastle Knights oh, game. Taking the Knights to win. I think they'll be 13 plus, but I'm not doing that for the multi. Okay. I'm going to go a little same game multi that Ryan did a few weeks ago. Ooh, that inspired me. Like so that. it'll be Knights win and Dom Young anytime. You should, yeah, be, should like be getting it. maybe a dollar ninety for that, maybe two dollars. Like we yeah. haven't even it's talked do- about his try last week yet, which oh, was yeah. try of the year in yeah. my eyes. Yeah. yeah. Shame yeah. Of, Century maybe. The top try yeah. scorer though. Yeah. That would have been nice. That is a shame. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll recap without a final price here. Dryle is going under 42.5 total match points. Broncos versus Storm. I'm taking Stephen Crichton, anytime try scorer for the Panthers. Liam, you are taking Roosters to win, and Oscar, you are doing a double of the Knights winning and Dom Young to score a try at any time. I reckon we'll get like twelve or thirteen dollars. Yeah, up. right. Okay, maybe well, a bit more. Maybe don't, fifteen. Don't take that oh, one as law punters, yeah, yeah. but uh, maybe. Let's <laughs> not. It's just me. I'm just a guy. <laughs> Let's not forget that prices are always subject to change. Anyway, that's not available for you yet, punters. No. If you're listening on Tuesday night, that'll be up from Wednesday morning at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. And Liam, where are you putting it? I'm gonna throw in open groups for all of my friends in there. All right, it's time for final thoughts, guys. And Oscar, you're going to sing the Hounds victory song. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Jumped a bit early. That early crow, that one. Oh, Imagine if you lose. Yeah, yeah, come on now. No, oh, I'm not going to sing the rich. song. Hopefully we can sing that tomorrow night. But the UQ Hounds, uh, the university team that I play for, mm. uh, are into their sixth consecutive grand final. How many have you won? Wednesday night, we've won five of those. Oh, you have? Wow. So you've won every single one so far? No, no. You've into the oh, sorry. and you've won uh, five. No, no, because we've won. Sorry, this is our sixth consecutive, but we won one a year before. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've won. That checks out. For, oh, jeez. This is going well. I haven't <laughs> looked at the stats. I watched him anyway. score a try the other day. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I just want to give uh, my final thought is shout out to the UQ Hounds going for th- the three peaks. Are you live night. streaming it? It will be live yeah, streamed. Yeah. Where are you running out? Seven. Oh, wow, okay. No pressure. Who are you playing? I've been, I've been in the club 10 years. I don't remember the last time I played halves and I've I've clinched it in the big And you're dance. into the GF. I was winger in the GF two years ago and I was hooker last year. Where is it getting being played? Uh, down at Griffith, Nathan. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's my stomping ground. Yeah. Great field. So, yeah, up the hounds. Um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to everyone from last week and this week who are officially on Mad Monday. It's the best time of the year. Yeah. It is the best time of the year. I went out on Friday night and seen a lot of pissed footy players. Yeah, yeah, really drunk footy players, including myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of them, so I blended in pretty well. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really fun time of the year. And let's hopefully we get through this week without any dramas because the footy's here. Um, and also um, that I'll be coaching next year at Arana. Mm. Um, it's official now. Wow. Yeah, Arana Hills. I'm going back to where I first started playing footy back in under 11s when I first nice. ever laced on a boot. Um, so I'll be looking after the seniors there next year. Um, and um, if there's any footy players out there who want to come down and have a run, you might not get in every week, but you'll have fun every week. That's for sure. Yeah, good. That's bloody <laughs> outstanding. Oh, I, I scored myself a, a <laughs> ticket to the, the Bronx Storm game today. Going with this. Um, Did you? Yeah, and I think come about three o'clock, I might put the drinking bird on the laptop and <laughs> sneak down to the Caxton. So if you if you see me the Caco, buy me a beer. I've I've run out of money after a, a month off. Is that a work related thing? Uh, it, it can be. I've just mentioned it on the pod. Yeah, so. we, yeah. We need you to actually to be down there to you know feel out the crowd. Yeah, for, yeah. for next potty next week. That's so. it. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not the boss, but yeah. close enough. 
Uh, yeah, so have you seen me in the car park of the Caco? Uh, mine's a 4X bitter. Like the sound of that. All right, what are we calling this? Should we do something like you've just said before? D- same animal, different beast? <laughs> or <laughs> what? I did say that. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, I love same that. Animal, different reckon? beast, that's yeah. it. Like that. Yeah, that's that's very clickable too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Clickbait. Thanks for listening, punters, to Same Animal, Different Beast. Enjoy <laughs> the finals this week. Having a bet, always remember to get responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.